What's going on, world? My name is Dean. And my name's Nikki. And you are officially tuned into the Black King, Black Queen podcast, where we explore a variety of topics, questions, and pressing thoughts. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate every listener by having meaningful conversations surrounding Black love, Black excellence, and Black legacy. With every unique discussion, we unpack the good, the bad, and the ugly that most individuals will experience while on this journey called life. At the core, our message is to choose purpose over fear. We encourage every listener to let go of whatever has been holding them back and step into their individual purpose on purpose. As well, we express the importance of taking this step because there is always someone who could benefit from a lived experience. So, in the words of my husband, there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes. So we challenge you to choose purpose over fear today. Now let's get into this episode. Let's get it. Let's go. Yep, Baby girl, baby girl. How you feel? How you feel? Feeling great. And obviously I'm feeling tired. It wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't start that by saying that. So I'm obviously very tired. It is obviously very late and the only time that we have to record. Um, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great today. Dean and I went to a networking event and it was an experience that we have never done before. Well, I have never done yeah. one before, especially in this city. So it was nice to be there. So I'm gonna let Dean tell you what that was yeah, wifey is kind of boosting. It's not really that late. So yesterday we recorded after one o'clock. It's eleven fifty-two. Late. Mean, it's late, but it's not that late. Tired. Like we're still up. <laughs> she lying, man. I know. <laughs> but honestly, yeah, like wifey said, we we went to an earn your leisure networking event, man. For those that don't know, earn your leisure. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you do know what EYL is, man. Two of the biggest dudes, one of the biggest platforms in the world right now, man, in the multimedia streaming uh, industry. And man, like it was dope. Man, we got to see faces that we didn't see in a long time. Network with a lot of different people in the city. Um, I thought Nikki was just going to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> but you were well, she, we were all flies on the wall because it was At just some point. it was body heat in that place like yeah. crazy it was rammed to the gods right yeah. but um you know uh troy and rashad they went up there 19 keys went up there they did their thing they talked and after they got finished talking man we were just able to network with them um we weren't even really going to say anything but we ended up going up to everybody mm-hmm. and just chopping it up with them for a little bit like it was it was mad dope man like wifey just wouldn't let me leave without taking photos and then she got a video of me so you know i uploaded that quick time on ig put that reel up but it was good man um just to see the city come out what we want to see in our communities just you know our community meaning us black folks move together in unity man mm-hmm. like we don't really do a lot of that out here in toronto canada but um i'm loving what i'm seeing right now like We got a lot of potential out here, man. It's an untapped market in a lot of different industries. Mm -hmm. And man, I feel like it could be, you know, the next Atlanta because they got like crazy unity over there. I was asking Alex, I was like, man, is it really like what it looks like, what it seems like, what you guys make it seem like? He was just like, boy, let me tell you something, man. Atlanta, for real, for real, like we rock with each other. We love each other and we just support each other. Like if it's their own. So I'm just like, wow. <laughs> so we want to be like that too over here. So, you know, even in our industry, man, we're trying to get as much married folks as possible, man. We want to build, man, not only for ourselves, but for the next generation, man, so we can leave behind legacy. And black legacy to us means a lot. Black family dynamic means a lot, man. We want to make sure that, you know, our children are growing up in a two-parent household, man. Like, so that means a lot to us. How do you feel, though? 
Uh, I think it was really great to be in that atmosphere. Dean made that little comment about me being a fly on the wall. And that's because I did have a lot of anxiety going there. Like I, I, at one point he was supposed to go to work. And so he was like, well, I'm not going to be able to make it. And I was like, I'm not trying to go by myself. Like that's going to be weird. Mm -hmm. But I ended up going, like he said, at one point we were all fly on the wall, flies on the wall. But after a while, he kind of like did his own thing. He went there and I was stuck to talk to people and start interacting and giving out business cards and that sort of thing. So it was nice to be there. It was nice to see black people together in Toronto, happy to meeting meet each other, happy to be talking to each other, taking pictures. We had people coming up to us like, we love what you guys are doing. And it and I was just telling Dean in the car, it was like now when I go places, I have to remember that because we are out there, people could be staring at me because yeah. they know me. Not so mm-hmm. much like there's a beef thing or there this girl doesn't look or whatever goes through women head. But it's like they may know you from somewhere. So now I got to kind of shift my focus because a lot of people were staring at me today and I was kind of like, why you gotta be like that? Like, why you gotta be? Wait, hey, what are you looking like, at? Like, why you gotta be like that? Females but, are something else. You guys are something else. Like, I don't know. Unnecessary. What it is, like, it it is unnecessary. unnecessary. It you know is what's a- crazy though? Like, man, today really hit me that we're actually making an impact, man, in some way, shape, or form. Sometimes mm-hmm. you may be doing things, and you know, you may feel like you're not getting flowers, or you may feel not necessarily like you're not getting flowers, but it's not going how you want it mm-hmm. to go when you're in the starting phase of a particular thing, kind of like how we're in the beginning phase of this whole podcast, <laughs> like your journey. I'm talking about beginning, beginning, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you, you you may be at some point like defeated and all that stuff. But man, today we stepped out. So my sister was holding down the line for us and we got there a little bit late because we had to stop and get some food. Man, as soon as we got in line, like before I even stepped foot in line, mm-hmm. Someone was just like, oh, my God, I love what you guys are doing. Their story is amazing. These guys were there, and then they lost yeah. it, and now they're building it back. You guys' podcast is amazing. And I was just like, shoot, we didn't even get in line yet. I know. Like, that know, was we, actually really We didn't wild. even get in line yet, but it's crazy, man. Like, I don't want to sound too spiritual for you guys, but I'm a very spiritual guy, so <laughs> it is what it is. Um, Before I went there, I was just like, man, like, God, just show up in some way, shape, or form. Like, show some, give me some type of confirmation, mm-hmm. man, like, you know, that we're, on the right step, man. We're heading in the right direction, on the right path, like, trusting that you're leading us, right? And, man, before I could even blink, it was just like, all right, bet. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. good. And then it carried out throughout the whole entire day. And we were just walking, oh, my God, you guys, you guys, stuff is amazing. Young black couple, this, that, Ray, Ray, blah. I love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. With the youth, this, that. I'm just like, your black king, black queen movement. We love it. I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, okay. So we got in the car and we're just like, you know what? No nah, man, it's time to go crazy. Like, it's time to go crazy. And it's not just because people were like noticing us or whatever, but it's because we know we can do more mm-hmm. and, uh, and we know where we want to be. So it's just like, if you know better, just do better. Just do better. Right? Like, we weren't thinking it was going to go all like that tonight, mm-hmm. but it actually did. <laughs> like, yeah. What else did you feel like? Uh, it just, it was, like I said, it was just great to be in an atmosphere with like minded people, colored people, and just doing things to better ourselves and make sure that we're doing the next steps that we need to do to ensure that our next generation is also doing well, too. So it was great. Great event. Thanks for pulling me out. Mm-hmm. Happy to have been there. Yep. I want to be at the next one yep. and all the other ones to come yep. because staying cooped up is not doing any good. So I'm learning. I'm right. getting there. <laughs> you my, know. My, speaking <laughs> of like next generation, what we could pass down. So today we're actually going to talk about 
weddings. <laughs> like, is it worth it or is it not worth it? Like, and what we're going to talk about is our wedding. <laughs> and we're spending $100,000 on the wedding or close to, like, just close under 100000 We didn't really, we didn't get to 100000 If we probably add everything up, we probably get there, but we we're close to $100,000. Was it worth spending on a wedding? <laughs> I, I repeat that. Is it worth spending $100,000 on a wedding? Or would you spend $100,000 on your wedding? <laughs> like, would you do that again? <laughs> like, so, first of all, before we get there, how did you feel or how do you feel about us spending that much money on the wedding? Okay, so at the time when we were getting married, I think we... The problem was we went into the wedding without setting a budget. Yeah. We just. Oh, my God. We we just said, OK, we're going to get married. You do your work. I'll do my work. We'll go look for venues. We'll hire the caterers, the florists, all that stuff. We just did it. We were young people who <laughs> just used our money to make sure that we were going to put on a big bang for the wedding and everybody was smiling. That's exactly so, it. That's where we went wrong. I'm pretty sure if we had budgeted, we would have found cheaper deals for mm. things and we would have been able to kind of like make it all, you know, make You know, the sense. thing is, because at the end of the day, so I was out there, I was out in BC working. I was doing fiber optics with my dad's company at the time. And my money was coming in like pretty good. So what I was doing, the money was coming in. I was just throwing it. So I just said, mm-hmm. all right, let's put it here. Let's put it there. And then on top of that, were you working at the time too? Yeah, I got so, my first little teaching job. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she was working. And then on top of that, the parents helped out. So yep. we're just like, all right, cool, man. Like first, like we did not, I don't think we negotiated anything for the wedding. Mm-mm. Right. Um, And looking back, so guys, so <laughs> we spent all that money. Mind you, our wedding was a movie mm-hmm. and a half. Like we did it all, man. Full blown concert, dancers. We did a skit. Ooh. We had the washing of the feet, man. Oh, yeah. I uh, wrote and produced a song for yeah. Hello. <laughs> like, Dean Samuel, if you know what a song, search Dean Samuel, so in love, man. It's the best wedding song in the planet. You feel me? In the planet. Shameless, Shameless plug. plug. Yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah, man, we had we did the whole nine and beyond, right? And um, at the end of the night, or at the end of the, end of the night, you look back a couple of days later, you don't break even, like, not even close. Not even <laughs> like, close. Not even close. You're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> right? So, should you have should we have spent all that money on the wedding? Or would you have rather do, like, a, a low-budget, like, super low-budget wedding and have money for a down payment of a house at that time? If, okay, well, okay, well, at that time... <laughs> I would have loved to maybe have put that money down on a house Mm -hmm. if I knew what our situation was going to look like Mm -hmm. afterwards. But in the moment, I would have still done a big wedding. Yeah, if that makes sense. I feel like it's just us. Like we do a lot of things really big. Yeah. Like everything, the proposal at the time was like super different. Writing a song, whatever, music video for a song, different. Wedding, like going all in and out, different. Like, a lot of the kind of events we do is different. But, I mean, you know what? I would advise anyone that asks, don't, don't spend do that it. much money on a wedding don't in your it. life, yo. <laughs> Me, personally, I don't think it's worth it Mm-mm. in any way, shape, or form. Um, Because you spend all that money 
on one night and then the real work happens afterwards, man. Like, right. like so you don't want to go broke <laughs> on the wedding and then your marriage is just shooting shambles, right? Um, so it's more about building your marriage than putting on for people because we put on a show. I'm not going to lie. We essentially put like, on a show. It we put was on a, a full grown show. Like, like, a fu- like we were <laughs> literally at the top with our food in front of us. I don't even think we tasted mm-hmm. it. And we gave them chicken and salmon. Mm-hmm. Guys, they didn't have an option. They had both. <laughs> chicken and salmon. But we had a full itinerary and we were watching it. And like Dean was corresponding with the um, MC. MC like, yep. okay, no, no, no. Do this one next and then call that person next. Like we... We literally filmed a skit after our first look mm-hmm. that morning so that we could show it the night of the reception. Mm-hmm. Like, a whole thing, guys. Nah, it, it was crazy. So We had salsa dancers. Yeah, you got that. Like, that, was, that was a surprise. I didn't know about that. So much. That was, like, a, that was a complete surprise. Packed <laughs> night. Right? It was crazy. So, like, going back look, or looking back, I'd be like, you know what? To me, it's not that worth it. Um mm-hmm. And just build, focus on building legacy, man. Building that a strong family foundation. Get that crib, man, because mm-hmm. it means a lot. If you can do that, like do that. Yeah. Right. Um. So what happened to us? So we got married, and yeah, we didn't. Like I said, we didn't break even, or not. We just we didn't break. Yeah, we didn't break. <laughs> right. Right. So I, like I said, I was in uh, British Columbia at the time. So we moved to British Columbia for one month and then I came back for my cousin's wedding and then decided, you know what? I'm not going back to BC. There was a big opportunity that opened itself up out here, moved out here. We did that for a couple of months. We were in my parents' crib. So now we're just scrambling and there's no money because you know why? The money went to the wedding. You know, you know what's funny? There's actually a meme with our picture. And what it says, so, it like, what does. is it? It's yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. um, I don't remember what it says. Oh, he though. proposes to you. Would you rather a big wedding and no house or a small wedding and a house or something like that? What yeah. would you choose? Right? And yeah. That. Like, <laughs> so that started going around like crazy, man. I, I think I it was just a meme. Like, I don't think it had anything to do with us. I guess the picture was just so fired, they just used it. Because, I mean, nobody really knew our situation. Like, mm. no one knew if we had a house or not. Right? But, um, yeah, going back, me personally, if we were supposed to do it, I like the big wedding. But <laughs> knowing what I know now, like, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Um, Yeah. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't do it. But I don't regret doing it. But I would also not advise anyone now to do it if you can't afford to do it. So if you don't think or you know that you're not going to be able to be stable afterwards and have that comfortable lifestyle that you want to have, I would not advise you to have a big wedding, especially after COVID and stuff. I don't even think people are having Mm -hmm. big weddings like that anymore anyways. So it's probably not really in style. So save your money. Have your little close thing. Because at the end of the day, too, Mm -hmm. I also find, like, you go out of your way to invite all these people to your wedding. And then your first anniversary comes. Wow. Chokes. Your first anniversary comes and you don't hear from anybody. Like, nobody remembers you. Nobody cares. mm -hmm. What's You went out of your way to be nice to these people and nobody actually really cares. I think in our culture, it's just like we invite 
people we knew 20 years ago. And because they were in our lives 20 years ago, we haven't heard from them 20 in 20 years. They get an invite. Like, I don't know how that works. Yeah. My mom was ready to invite like a whole bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Actually, was she? I don't know. But I know a lot of mothers Mm -hmm. do that stuff. Right. (laughs) And man, it just doesn't work out how it was supposed to work out. Cause then you're celebrating with people that one don't really know you on that level anymore and two like are not gonna sew into your union or your future i'm not saying hey man everybody you better give this amount of money but come on man (laughs) like come on come on right so that was tough and even i look back at pictures i'm like this person was at our wedding even like a ton of kids i was like i thought this was a no kid (laughs) wedding i seen about 10 kids at this wedding, shocked out of my face. First of all, people came to our wedding that weren't even invited and took up seats. And Could I, you imagine? Like, that was a ballsy move. <laughs> like, like, I had actually somebody look at us before walking into the reception, before they called our name, saying, Nikki, I don't see my name on the list. And I was like, because you weren't invited, you're not going to see your name there. You know you weren't invited. Too. I got to go now. Right. <laughs> like, okay, so let me ask you this. Um how did you feel okay so they know now we got married moved i had an apartment okay i'm gonna give you guys a story we got before we got married i had an apartment out in bc for about seven months we got married moved into the apartment for one month came back to toronto like i said for my cousin's wedding ended up staying here so i got rid of that apartment Uh, we were just renting it didn't own it um came and we're living at my parents cribs right Uh, between my parents and Nikki's parents crib, right? So that was the next three years. Three, yeah, about three. That was the next three years. We're just living here at my parents, right? How did you feel with that transition? Like, I, well, when you decided not mm-hmm. to come back to, or not to go back to BC, I thought you were joking at first. Because I was like, <laughs> bro (laughs) we've had this apartment for so long and now we could finally live in it finally live on our own and you're choosing to come back here Mm -hmm. so that was a little trippy to me so anyways coming back here um i thought i think it was very hard for me actually and i still think i'm just getting over the fact that we have to live with parents and that we're still living with parents well i mean we're not really living with parents because my parents have been in bc since yeah or so. out west in 2013. They have never lived in the house with us. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So. In their home, mm-hmm. um, I would much prefer to have our own space with our own family so that I mm-hmm. could do my own thing and learn to be that wife in her mm-hmm. own space and make her house the way she wants it to be. Like that sort of thing, you know, mm-hmm. to have that whole experience. I think I've missed out on that and I still miss, I'm still missing out on that, but it's coming, y'all. Don't worry. Right. So I, I, I was crazy as you when we did get the house and we thought everything <laughs> was about to be litty. <laughs> but we got into the biggest financial rut of our life, man. A lot of money got stolen from us. And by God's grace, though, we're still able to hold on to yeah, the house. We it's still just, have it. It's rented out, though. We don't live in it. So I and if you don't like living in Toronto, the GTA, the prices are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like for you to buy a house, you got to sell both your arms your legs and your wife right like so so, right so right now it's just like you know what i'd rather have someone else pay down the mortgage Mm -hmm. of our property where we're at uh that we have and just rent wherever we're at man so i mean we're figuring out figuring Mm -hmm. it out as it goes um do i have any regrets 
Now, do I wish we can be in our own spot? Like, mm-hmm. like our own spot that we can make our own? For sure, 100%, man. I wish my baby girls could have their own room and all that stuff. And we were this close, man. That's what makes it so much more hard, like, for me. And a lot <laughs> difficult for me because I'm just like, I saw it. Yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, we have the entire house furnished. <laughs> like, that house that we're mm-hmm. supposed to live in, I have all the furniture everything. for it. We got everything for it. And everything. we just can't be in there right now. But and it's just a okay. season. It's okay. And that doesn't define us where we're at right now. We're just being mad transparent with you guys because this is stuff that happens, man. Like, you, you get married and you expect it to be, like, all lovey-dovey. Everything's going to be okay. You're going to mm-hmm. move into your dream home. And this is what it is. But, man... We were we were all around. So we were at her parents for a bit, my parents for a bit. Then I just renovated this entire basement where you see the podcast studio at right now. And we we just been holding it down for a couple of years now, man. <laughs> Yo, at the end of the day, this is our spot. We made the best of it. Mm-hmm. But there's gonna come a time where we do get our spot, man, like our own spot. And when it does come, I'll we'll be worth it. My thing is, yeah, yo, it's good for marriages to go through that good phase and be all right. And, you know, everybody's posting on Instagram or showing off their marriage and all that stuff. But what are you going to do when things don't go the way you saw it? Mm-hmm. All right. Or, like for us, we were on our own left. Now we're not on our own. We are on our own, but we're not in our own spot. And then, um, our marriage is still strong, right? And it didn't mess with our marriage. It didn't break us. Like it, Honestly, made us stronger. Don't get it twisted. We do go through a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Have you, were you ever like just, ah, like upset at our marriage because of that situation? Or was it just like a, I just I wish. I think plenty I, of times. Yeah? I think plenty of times I have felt like, ah, why am mm-hmm. I here? Like, mm-hmm. why do we have to be here? Yeah. Um, Everyone wants their own little space, yeah, you know man. what I mean? And especially, like, with raising your kids. Because, not that it's a problem, but, like, if your parents come to town, then, like, all of the little routines that you try to yep. build kind of go out the window. Yep. Granted, they're amazing people. Great help. Love to have them here. But it kind of, like, changes the course of things. Because at the end of the day, it's their house, right? Their rules apply. And we kind of just, like, abide by them. So it's kind of... Some days I do get upset. Some days I did get upset. But now that I know we have a property and now that I know living here is kind of a choice on a thin line, mm-hmm. you know, because worst comes to worst, we could literally go move in there. I feel much better about it. Yeah. And we have really kind of made it here our own space. We have a studio. I have an office. You have an office. You have a studio. The kids have a playroom. Mel has a classroom. We have the bedroom. Like, mm-hmm. there's just so much going on here and we made it our own we made it count right and sometimes it's actually better for you to just you know some people are against just building for a season i think right now we're just in our our super building season (laughs) like we have to be yeah like it's and we're building 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 sometimes it gets frustrating but i'm just happy that we didn't lose our mind man Mm because man some days were off mm-hmm. like because i remember there was one uh point in time where everyone was putting down on um pre-construction properties oh. and man 
Like we just didn't have it at the time. And I was so upset at myself. I was like, yo, how can I call myself a man? I'm here grinding and all that stuff. And I can't even come up with like $50,000 or $10,000 right now to put on a property. Mm-hmm. Like what is going on with me, man? I just hated myself, man. Because I always, I always looked at marriage as, hey, man, you got to provide a property for your family. And boom, once you do that, just go out and work and that's it. But what this did was teach me like, other core principles, like what it means to be the head of the household, man, and like how to actually hold on my family, make sure my wife is good, all that stuff, be in tune with the other side of things, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, for me, sometimes I'll grind, 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 grind. You guys know I end up in the hospital and all that stuff, so like kind of shifting my focus. But now I'm just like, all right, boom, we have that one property. What do we got to do to now get to the next stage and be out of here? Mm-hmm. So maybe if we dummy down our wedding from the jump <laughs> and then we had all that cash and i came to toronto and made all that money quick so i was working for this company called instacart man first two months like made like sixty thousand dollars boom so i could have had all of that and sure we could have who knows what we could have done with that plus mm-hmm. the wedding money but i mean it is what it we is like we was young <laughs> it is what it is but i ask you guys man Put it in the comment section or wherever you're listening to this at. Hit us up. What would you rather do? Have Or what would you rather spend the money on? A big wedding or living in your dream home or a home if you have the chance or the opportunity to do so? Like, that's yep, that. That's that. No closing remarks. <laughs> like, like, I'm good, man. <laughs> like, me out. <laughs> oh, man, look at this. The camera is literally about to die, and I'm going to keep this in there. This just sucks. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. Let us know what you guys think, and love y'all. Yeah, that's that. You guys already know my thing, man. At the end of the day, I'm challenging you guys to choose purpose over fair. Why? Because there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes. So I'm challenging you to choose purpose over fair today because someone is depending on you. Man, you are the answer to someone's problem and I just need you to believe it. I need you to believe that you have everything it takes to be what God assigned and ordained you to be. So I'm challenging you, man. Just walk out your destiny. Walk and live in purpose on purpose. Here you know what time it is, man. It's your boy, Dean. And your girl, Nikki. And we out. Peace.